Blog Talk Radio. With God's name, the merciful benefactor, the merciful redeemer, we bear witness that there is no God but God, and Muhammad is his messenger and servant. Peace be upon you all. Once again, this is your host, John Nasheed, on this Blog Talk Radio. We come on every 4 o'clock every Thursday, uh, God willing, and we're broadcasting from New Rochelle, New York, the beautiful city of New Rochelle, New York. Our website, for those who are interested, is uh, nm-dp.com. That's blog, excuse me, that's New Mind Development Project. Or you can go to New Mind Development Project or my name, which is John Nasheed, and also visit my blog, uh, nm slash blog. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, we're going to be talking about today, and we know a lot of dialogue has been going on in the media, on radio, television, at our workplaces after our President Obama made a statement that he supports gay marriage. And, uh, you know, we speak about our religious, the faith, faith-based people, <clears throat> and we have our scripture, the Quran, the Old Testament, the New Testament, is very clear what God says about the sinful cities of Sodom and Gomorrah who love to practice their lust on men. And uh, very sinful, sinful act. And uh, for our president to make that comment, you know, some people justify it by saying, well, that's a political move, it's a political strategy, but, you know, we don't play political games when it comes to God. And since then, you know, uh, uh, Colin Powell, I read in the paper today that he's in support, and also the NAACP, they are in support of uh, gay or same-sex marriage, homosexual or sodomite. Sodomite activity, and we know sodom sodomy is when a person uh, enters a man through his rectum, or have what they call oral or oral engagement. And I don't want to dignify it by calling it sex because it's not sex. We know that the only sex that God gave to mankind was penis, vagina, and anything else is concocted by man for his lustful pleasures. And uh, this is a shame before God that we even entertain something like this in this year, 2012, in the United States of America. You know, some time ago, I don't have the exact date, but Imam Warthi Muhammad, the leader of our association, he wrote an article or he spoke, gave a lecture, it was transcribed, and the title was, or is, America the modern Sodom and Gomorrah. <clears throat> and quite naturally, we know from just listening to him, we have very deep insights into things. And we see that the story of Sodom and Gomorrah is really manifesting itself today. In other words, it's playing itself out. We read it in the scripture, and this was uh, uh, predict, predicted that this is what was going to take place in the life of man. And it happened in the past, and it's manifesting itself before us right now. 
and it's a trial. Matter of fact, everything, God, he gives us trials and tribulations to help us along the way to qualify ourselves for his pleasure. And uh, if we give in to it, then quite naturally we are doomed. But if we uh, sustain ourselves and keep our natural form, uh, then God is going to bless us. And we get stronger and stronger and stronger. So we see these acts of uh, sodomy and Sodom and Gomorrah during that period. We see these acts as, you know, suggestions of Satan. Now, Satan is very wise. He only makes suggestions. He doesn't have the power. He works on the weaker part of man and woman. You know, their lust, their animal nature. And he draws that individual out of himself. And once he draws them out of himself, then that individual is the loser. And that's the whole purpose of Satan, is to take mankind out of the natural order that God originally created him in. You know, I'm going to read a verse. There's a couple of verses here. One is a little longest uh, surah in the Quran, or chapter 15, uh, verses 57 to 77. There's quite a few ayats on this, so it's very important that we read it. 15, uh, 57 to 77, and also 7, Holy Quran, chapter 7, uh, 80 to 84. And I'll read 80 to 84. And this, this means Rahman Rahim. We also said Lot, he said to his people, Do you commit lewdness? such as no people in creation ever committed before you. For you practice your lust on men and preference to women. You are indeed a people transgressing beyond bounds. And his people gave no answer but this. They said, drive them out of your city. These are indeed men who want to be clean and pure. But we saved him and his family except his wife. She was of those who lagged behind, and we rained down on them a shower of brimstone. Then see what was the end of those who indulged in sin and crime. So Galardim, surely God speaks the truth. So this is four verses, but it's right to the point five verses, excuse me, it's right to the point. It's talking about Lot in this city of Sodom and Gomorrah. And God chose Lot. Lot is a prophet, the nephew of Ibrahim. And he's a prophet, and God was pulling them away, the righteous people in the city. He's pulling them away from this sinful acts and sinful deeds. He says, do you commit lewdness such as no people in creation ever committed before you, for you practice your lust on men in preference to women. Now, in the history, there was this was the first occurrence that man had reached this very low level of having a sexual relationship with another man. And then this is why many people take offense to the statement of President Obama by him being a leader of this country, accepting same-sex marriage. It's just not a marriage relationship. It's also a sex act, a reformed sexual relationship. 
some of the lowest forms of sexual uh, uh, lustful contact that man could even think of. And uh, quite nicely, God knows best. So he's, he's showing us here in this example the lust. You practice your lust on men in preference to women. And in this other verses and other verses of, in the Quran, Lot mentions to these uh, sodomite people, he offers to them the women of his village. He says, hey, take my daughters. Uh, they are better for you than men. And they said, no, we don't want your daughter. Actually, you know exactly what we want. And then he mentions in this same series of verses that I've been reading, he says to his people, and his people gave no answer but this. And these are Lot's people. I mean, these are not some people that's foreign to Lot. He know them. These are people, his, his countrymen, etc. And then we know every society, there's a group of people who are moral and upright, and then there's other people who are immorality. And he's addressing the immoral people, and now the immoral people is addressing him. And he's saying to the immoral people, the leader of these sodomites, drive them out of your city. These are indeed men who want to be clean and pure. So he's accusing Lot and the followers, his following, people who believed in God, as having a desire to be clean and pure. And we can see that in our society. We see that our society, a very corrupt society, very immoral society. I mean, we look good on the outside, but uh, indecency, impurity and indecency is all over the society. You know, you turn on your radio, your television, the newspaper, etc., and all you see is bodies and flesh and sexual uh, uh, suggestions and and lesbian and homosexual acts. And this has become a part of the reality of the society that we're living in right now. And if there's not a voice speaking out against it, then quite nasty, it will continue. And then he also mentions that this is Allah in Quran. He says, but we saved him and his family except his wife. She was of those who lagged behind. You know, I remember this story as a little boy. I guess we all do if you were born in America, whether you were Christian or not. You know, it was just a story that was ingrained. And we saw the literal picture of a lady moving away from this act as God commanded Lot to move. You know, if you are offended or affected by uh, something uh, contrary to God in this society or in the world, God said, move. He says, for the earth is spacious. He didn't ask them to beat him up or throw rocks at him or anything. He told him to move away from this. In other words, right moving away from wrong. And then as the story goes here, he said, but we saved him, saved him by moving him away from that and his family, meaning his people, except his wife. Uh, she was of those who died behind. Now, was this a literal woman or wife that this is talking about? Uh, or is it talking about uh, a desire? It was a, a desire in amongst the people, amongst his people. <laughs> they had a, a, a desire, something in their heart that, that accepted 
this homosexual and lesbian acts that's taking place in society today. Now, how, how, why should we say that? We say it because I've heard Christian people, pastors and uh, members of churches and religious people, I've heard Muslims and others, and they show compassion and sympathy for what President Obama said. And some of them show compassion and sympathy for the actual people who commit those acts. Well, forgive them. God forgives them. God didn't say he forgave them. He said, because he said, and we rain down on them shower, a shower of brimstone, and see what was the end of those who indulge in sin and crime. So God punished them with fire and brimstone. <clears throat> and brimstone is hard, big clay. It's sofa. It's sofa like the matches are made of sofa that burns. And the city burned, and it burned, and it burned beyond recognition. So God is showing us an example in the scripture of past, but he's giving us a clear picture of what is taking place right now today. <laughs> so the heart, the woman represents the heart, the sensitivity in the society, not the literal woman we're talking about, but the sensitivity in society is going along with this. A lot represents a strong uh, rational opinion that he had about it, but there were sentiments within his community of people who turned and looked behind or lagged behind, showing some kind of concern for this sinful act. <clears throat> and quite naturally, we know God is contrary to all of these things that the shaitan is trying to put in our society. President Obama, same-sex marriage. You know, they were questioning President Obama. He wasn't in agreement uh, from the beginning, and he kind of held his position. So much pressure from his cabinet members, and many different people were standing up in the, on the mics and newspapers, and they were giving their comments and statements of approval for man marrying man and woman marrying woman. They pressured him. They were pressuring him to make his decision or come out in the open saying that he supported same-sex marriage. And then he went on to say that he had com had conference with his wife and his daughter, and then he finally came to this conclusion. And then we see uh, Colin Powell, the great military general, and the NAACP following suit. Now, if we do all of these things for votes, what are we voting for? The life of this world? Well, we should be looking for the life of the world that God promises us in the afterlife. Are we giving more attention and consideration to the world of man, or should we be giving more attention and consideration to God and the way of God? Remember, that the Quran, the Holy Quran, is a book of guidance. And this book of guidance is a book that shows us the right course, the right path, the path that's leading to the excellence that God desires for us. And when God sends prophets and messengers to mankind, they come to guide us. And our dear Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of God be upon him, is the last prophet to come to mankind. <clears throat> he's, he's not the 
the, the last messenger, but he's the last prophet for man. And all of the rest of the prophets, just like brothers coming one after the other, from Adam to Prophet Muhammad, to guide man on the straight path. I'm going to read some of what Imam Wadi Muhammad had said in his uh, lecture or his speech that we have recorded here. I'll read some of it to try to give us an overview. America has the wrath of God on it. Those who are religious leaders in this society have abandoned their duties and responsibility in leaving the masses of society in the moral direction set by God the Almighty. Religious leaders. The religious leaders, the religious leadership is getting weaker and weaker by the day. A good example of how weak they have become. Uh, there once was a time when homo, homosexual, homosexuality was taboo in this society. Today, you'll see that it's just about accepted, not only among the masses, but among even among some clergy. If you ask the clergy what they view, what their views are on the subject. Many will tell you that homosexuals deserve rights that everyone else has. They don't see homosexuality as a serious problem facing America today. And uh, this is a sellout. See, because when a person is a clergy member, we don't have a clergy in Islam. We have imams and leaders and scholarly people and upright Muslims who are knowledgeable. We don't have a clergy. But the clergy, the, the Christians, uh, the Jews, the, the Muslim religious leaders, when they view this picture and they don't see it, as Imam Morati Muhammad says, the homosexuality has a serious problem for America, facing America today. And that problem is a problem of a moral nature. Now, God quite naturally sent prophets to us is to bring morality into the society. So this homosexual life is a serious problem facing America today. Now, this was given, this talk was given long before President Obama even became a thought about being the President of the United States. Imam Orti Muhammad passed away in 2008, and this was before, long before, so this is his vision. This is his foresight. He reads scripture. And these are the concerns. Sodom and Gomorrah is a concern. Not for the past, but Sodom and Gomorrah is a, a concern for today. It's a problem for today. A very serious problem. Of a very serious moral nature. A moral problem. He says, dear people, when the religious role models in this society can't see that all problems stem from a spiritual problem. All problems stem from a spiritual problem. Actually, because we have two spirits. We have a spirit that's uh, projected and motivated and, and built upon by God. And then we have a negative spirit in us. So if we're dealing with sinful uh, sinful uh, problems, 
problems that's of a moral nature or spiritual nature, then quite naturally we're going to have a very serious problem. Not only just us as individuals, but the whole society of America. America has become overrun with homosexual and lesbian life. And it's in every facet of the American society. You know, I heard a fellow talk and he said, if this uh, President Obama accepted, but if it became law, just look at the state of America. He said the state of the homosexual life, the sodomite life, will be forced upon American society. And the education system in the workplace, uh, every facet of American society, we would have that element legally according to the laws of the United States of America. When the religious role models in this society can't see that all problems stem from a spiritual problem, we're in trouble. And we are in trouble, <laughs> cut and dry. And many of our preachers, our religious people, <clears throat> they preach for money. They don't preach to save souls. They call it saving souls, but they preach for money. Stop going to the church or go to the church and stop bringing money to the church, and you'll see right away what they're preaching for. Some people have uh, multi-congregations uh, where they bring in millions and millions of dollars a year, uh, and when they accept, they accept everybody. Everybody who has a dollar, they accept. But when an individual preaches the word of God like Jesus did, like Moses did, like Prophet Muhammad did, who preached for souls, they were persecuted. Many times they went without. And most of the time they went without because they were in the service of God. They were not servants of the devil. And whatever God guided them to say and to do and allow, that's exactly what they did. So when our religious uh, role models or leaders that we call in the society, when, when these people have become so weak, so morally weak, that they can't understand that this lifestyle is a spiritual problem, then we're all in trouble. And some of us, we have become so weak as a people that we don't even challenge our leadership. We allow them to say anything that they want to say, and we and we uh, bear witness to what they say. That's wrong. That's not correct. And then another element that they don't say anything. Some supported President Obama because they're looking for handouts from government. And then there was others who didn't make no comment at all. I guess they said, well, I'm not going to say too much because i got a good thing going on here. And I'm not going to rock the boat to the right, or I'm not going to rock the boat to the left. I'll just keep quiet. But we are religious people. I'm a Muslim. I said that I bear witness that there is no God but God, and Muhammad is his messenger. I have a responsibility. Saying that, I have a responsibility, and the responsibility is this, that when you see a wrong, change it with your hands. And if you can't, then speak out against it with your tongue. And still, if you're too weak to do that, then at least hate it in your heart. And hating in the heart is the weakest of faith. 
So quite naturally, change with the hand is the strongest. But right in the middle there is the voice. Anybody could say, uh, they don't have to be a public speaker. They say, I disagree with this type of lifestyle for American society. Any opportunity that they get. And we have fulfilled our obligation, and God knows best. So he says, when when those who do see it as a problem are too weak to address the issue that their religious scripture draws out as a clear abomination, then there there's no leadership for those right-minded people. But religious leaders will admit that homosexuality is unnatural, but they'll say it's only behind closed doors because they're too afraid to address the issue for fear of consequences. And one of the major consequences is they will be rejected and they will be cut off. Their money will be cut off. Their their power, their false power that they have over people will be cut off. He said this shows that they have no faith in the all-powerful, almighty God, who no one is a match for. Homosexuals preaching in the church in some of these cities, they even allow them to preach in the church. And even if they don't allow them to preach in the church, they allow them to sing in the choir or in the organ or on play the instruments in the organ or whatever the case might be. But this is directly contrary to the will of God. Even our politicians are supporting homosexuals because they have they want their votes. Homosexuality is slowly being accepted as a natural way of life. Now this should trouble us. Why should it trouble us? It should trouble us if we have children. Maybe we're stupid enough to accept these uh, ideas that have been force fed us. What about your child? Do you want your son to have a, 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 a love relationship with a man or your daughter with a woman? Is this accepted by God? Okay, lust, it might be tempting lustfully, yes. But nonetheless, this is not the way of God. The way of God is that we marry women and we procreate. Procreate means that man deposits sperm into the woman and a child grows in the womb of that mother. And then for a period of time, and it comes out as a life where a man who is masculine and a woman who is sensitive, nurtures that child. The woman takes the first watch and gives up all of the nurturing affection that it needs. And then when a child gets older, the father takes it out in the world and shows him the workings of the world. This is the pattern that God originally described, uh, uh, developed or created for all human beings. And now the Satan comes along and he takes us out of the picture of God, and he puts us in this negative picture where man is having a low-down, dirty, sexual, uh, or lustful, lustful contact with another man. And it's an abomination to see two men performing these kinds of acts on one another, or two women, for that matter. 
So we must understand God and follow God because God knows best. He said because religious leaders have failed to prove otherwise. Almighty God has shown us in the Bible, the Torah, the Quran, that homosexuality is an abomination. How did they get people to accept that God had been, that what God had made forbidden? Change the term uh, homosexuality and pervert, pervert to the term that's more acceptable and a happy word. They call them gay. Not homosexual. They're not sodomites. They're not perverts. They call themselves gays, where it used to be homosexual in more derogatory terms. So Satan is playing games on us. Wake up, people, and put our complete trust in God and God alone, because God is the creator of everything created, everything natural. And quite naturally, if God is the creator of everything natural, then Satan is the creator of all things unnatural. Uh, say he is God, the one and only God, the eternal absolute. He begets not, nor is he begotten, and there is none like him. I mean, we thank you for being with us. Peace.